Welcome to the Dream Job System, the only podcast that provides proven tangible strategies to help you land a job you love without traditional experience and without applying online. Get ready to level up your job search with your host, Austin Belsack. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Dream Job System podcast. I'm your host, Austin Belsack, and today we are going to settle the age-old debate of resume length. One-page versus multi-page resumes, which one is better? Today, you're going to get the final answer, but it may not be an answer you're happy with. And the answer is that it doesn't matter. Here's why. When we think about resumes, the length isn't really the important factor. And what I mean by that is people are not being hired or rejected because of the length of their resume. Instead, they're being hired or rejected because of the content that's inside of their resume. So what do I mean by that? Well, essentially, a resume is a marketing document. It's a sales document, right? And the entire goal of a resume is to showcase the most relevant experience to the reader, the recruiter, the hiring manager, the employer, in a way that gets them to say, wow, this person has exactly what we need. They have the exact experience that we're looking for. And I think a lot of job seekers overlook that fact or simply forget about it because what most job seekers end up doing is they view their resume as essentially a massive summary of everything that they've ever done, right? And so a couple of things happen here. One, we tend to go into every little detail of every project that we've ever done. Or conversely, people tend to not put enough information in and they really just gloss over all the important stuff. And then especially as we get deeper into our careers, we have all this experience. We want to include it all in our resume. And what ends up happening is we spill onto two pages, three pages. I just saw a LinkedIn post today where uh, one of my fellow career coaches was sent a 14-page resume that was written in eight-point Times New Roman font, which is crazy, right? So here's the thing about resumes and resume length. Your resume only needs to be as long as it needs to be in order to effectively convey your value. So let me say that again. Your resume only needs to be as long as it takes to effectively convey your value. That's really what this comes down to. So for me, you know, if you read some articles from me or if you look at some of our tools, I really, really push for a one-page resume. Now, why do I do that? The reason for that is because the vast majority of resumes that I've seen can absolutely fit on a single page. I think there's only been a handful of resumes from people with you know roughly 20 to 25 plus years of experience who we've had to go onto two pages. But almost everybody else out there that I've worked with were able to fit their resume on a single page. And the reason I love putting that constraint out there up front is that it forces people to get concise. It forces people to really think about what's important, what's relevant. And at the end of the day, that's what matters. Because if you're just sharing everything that you've ever done, and if if you're just throwing in these, you know, catchy buzzwords or whatever it is to make your resume sound professional, you're missing the point. That's not what the person on the other end cares about. Honestly, the person on the other end just wants to see the relevant info. You know, if a resume was five lines long, but those five lines contained literally word for word the exact stuff that that hiring manager was looking for, that person would probably have a better shot than somebody who had a two-page resume that had all this jargon and all this junk in it, making it incredibly hard to find the value, right? So how do we get down to one page? What do we do here? Well, first and foremost, one of my rules of thumb is that 
you should not include any experience beyond 10 years on your resume. So the reason for that is, yes, you've worked really, really hard for everything that you've done and all of your experience. But at the end of the day, nobody is hiring for stuff that you've done 15 plus years ago or 10 plus years ago, right? They're hiring for stuff that you've done recently, especially in a world where technology has changed so much of what we do and things are accelerating rapidly and innovations are happening at the rate that they are. Stuff that you did 10 plus years ago isn't as relevant. The only case where there might be an exception is if you are in a C-level position, particularly a CEO position. In that case, if you've been at companies for a long time, if you've been in the C-level for a long time, it's okay to go with longer than 10 years of experience. Additionally, if you have 25 plus years of experience, I wouldn't fault you for adding an additional five years and keeping 15 years total on your resume. But for the vast majority of people who are not CEOs or C-level folks and have not been in the workforce for 25 plus years, you should only keep the last 10 years of experience on your resume. And what you can do is add a little line in there that says, you know, additional X years of experience in ABC disciplines available upon request. And then what you can do is create a separate document that basically matches your resume format and includes all of those additional roles. And that way, if somebody does request additional experience and it matters to them, you can provide it, but you're also not adding distracting info to a resume for people who don't care to read that far back. So that's the first piece. And the next piece that I see is people adding like 10 to 15 bullets under one roll. So my rule of thumb here is that you should have a maximum of five bullets for each roll on your resume. And three to five is really the sweet spot here. So the way that you can set those up is that the first bullet can essentially be an introduction to the role. So you maybe state uh, specifically what you did in that role um, from you know an actions and a responsibility standpoint. And then you wanna tie in some measurable metrics if possible. So you can tie some results to those actions. And then the other bullets, you know, the, the rest of the bullets, you know, three, four bullets, however many there are, should be focused on case studies, you know, specific projects, specific examples of that summary, right? So you're showcasing the specific results that you got while you were at this, this role. So if you can shave down those bullets or, or, you know, the number of bullets within a specific role to around three to five, that's going to help you open up some space. The next thing that you want to pay attention to is the length of your resume bullets. So I typically recommend bullets in the ballpark of 12 to 20 words. If you're above 20 words, you typically have a few too many words. There are some exceptions to that rule, but by and large, sticking in that 12 to 20 word range should put you in a really good spot. Now, if you want to learn how to write more effective bullets, and if you want to learn how to keep them within the right word count and, and at the right length, you can use our tool. It's called ResiBullet, R-E-S-Y Bullet.io, and it's basically going to score your resume bullets and help you write uh, more effective bullets. Then we get into the formatting of the resume. So you don't want to go below a 10 point font in most cases, uh, but there are different fonts that you can use and you can play with the margins of the paper. And at the end of the day, you want to use common sense here. If your resume looks goofy, you'll know that it looks goofy. You can also ask somebody to look at it. But by and large, you can get away with squeezing the margins a little bit. You can get away with shrinking the font a little bit, maybe from 12 to 10 or whatever it is. You can cut some of the spacing in there and you should be able to free up a decent amount of space doing that. But what I really want you to focus on is being as concise as you possibly can and putting yourself in the shoes of the hiring manager. The best question you can ask yourself is, if I was hiring for this role, 
would I care about this piece of information that I'm about to add to my resume or that I've added to my resume? And if the answer is no, you should either remove it or you should find a way to condense it or you should try to find a way to make it more valuable and more relevant. At the end of the day, I will reiterate that 90% of the resumes that I've seen for people who have less than 25 years of experience have been able to fit on that single page. So if you are spilling over, I would really sit down and have a look at your resume and think about how it could be better optimized using some of the tactics that we talked about today. But I also think it's important to mention that I've seen two-page resumes that are jam-packed with value because somebody just has so much experience to bring to the table. They have a ton of side projects. They've started their own businesses. They're active you know, in volunteering and extracurriculars, and they've worked at some really awesome jobs from their, in their nine to five. And in those cases, you know, their bullets were super value-driven. They only had five bullets per roll. They followed all the rules, and there was still enough value for them to go on a second page. Those people are massively the exception to the rule. So in most cases, again, if you have less than 25 years of experience, you should only include the last 10 years of experience on your resume and you should be able to fit it on a single page. So if you have questions about that or writing a great resume in general, we have a ton of free tools and I'm also happy to share some advice. Feel free to shoot me a text at 201-479-9511. My number's also in the show notes, but I'm happy to share some of those free tools. I'm happy to send you some resources to help you craft that effective resume that people are actually going to read and be excited about and craft something that helps you actually land interviews versus just going through the motions for the sake of, you know, doing what some random person on LinkedIn told you to do or kind of flailing because you're not getting any responses and you're not sure what to do. So again, if you need some help with your resume, if you want some of these guides, these tools, they're all free. I'm happy to send them your way. Just shoot me a text. My number's in the show notes. But outside of that, we'll see you in the next episode.